Back from the break. I am Fred Slow. Alongside me, no one. No one is here running solo for the first hour of the program today. Bob Walpole will be joining me to produce the program here momentarily. Excited for the program, though, because it's the last one before the holiday. Thanksgiving, I think in my top tier of holidays, varsity holidays, I like family, I like fellowship, I like food. Those are my three Fs. Give me those three. I'm the happiest Fred you've ever met. Got really excited for football tomorrow. We put down a bunch of bets. Did a little parlay thing to keep me interested because I'll be the guy that tells you this, and I'll tell you to you every time we talk about it because I'm the guy who talks about this type of thing. Give me the Macy's Day Parade over football. I get a 1,000 football games a year between pro, college, arena, whatever else. I only get one Macy's Day Parade. If I'll wake up with that, I will celebrate with that. I will enjoy that. But we're going to tune in. As we were taking in the early game, the favorited Bills with the points, taking the Giants as the underdog in the second, and then we're taking the under in the evening cap. Place that bad boy this morning, though. So look for your boys to come out way ahead on that. Tumen on, which accidentally hit a commercial break earlier. That was my fault. Presented by John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy. Proud supporter of the studio space that I am currently in. We are powered by New Mexico Minion Coffee, which is what I drank this morning. Also, the YMCA of Central New Mexico closed on Thanksgiving. You know what you could do tomorrow? Come down to the turkey truck that I'm hosting. Enjoy the crap out of that over at Tingley and Central. It's going to be a banger of a time. I'm not participating. I'm hosting. It's different. I do kind of enjoy that stuff, though. It's like any reason you can find to get away on a holiday. I used to run a health club here in town. And we were open till what, 2 p.m. or whatever it was. That morning is the busiest morning of all years. No one wants to be at home when their in-laws are in town. That's not the energy you want to start your day. You spend the whole week, Sunday through Wednesday, and it's always the same, preparing your house for visitors because I, well, I guess it's not me per se, because I live in a stupid world of cleanliness at home. But it's always, hey, we got to get the house right. We got to get everything straight. We don't want people knowing our kids live like this. By the time Thursday rolls around, Thanksgiving, you're exhausted. So what do you do? You go to the gym, get away from the in-laws. They got in the night before. Also, with the way airports work now, you just schedule them for the last flight. Maybe it gets canceled. Maybe it works out for you. Don't hate that. So as you're getting ready for the big day, And maybe there's like a brother-in-law you like, or maybe a nephew or whatever. You go get the single day pass at the health club, go hide one day, show up mid-after. They got apps ready. If you like any Thanksgiving meal I go to, get a little veggie tray, a little ranchy boy, set up for success. I was a monkey bread guy growing up, if you're not familiar. It's like biscuits cut into quarters, rolled in cinnamon and sugar, smothered in butter, thrown in a bunt pan. Bake that bad boy till delicious. You eat that all afternoon. Because people aren't showing up to your Thanksgiving party to watch your TV. They don't want to see your football game. They can watch football at home. That's why football is such a good at-home sport. Football in person is terrible. 
Going to an NFL game, and I get it, friend of the show. Like, we don't have NFL football here. I super get it. Going to an NFL game is the worst. There's six seconds of action, and then there's 30 seconds of nothing. And you do that every 36 seconds. You know what you get at home? Replay. Comfort of your couch. HD. Bud Light. Whatever your favorite snack is that you don't eat with others. For me, tin of popcorn. And also, is there anything worse than having people in your home or being in another person's home to watch the thing that you're so very comfortable doing in your home without others? Now, if you want to go down to, like, the local, like, speakeasy, if you want to go down to the local bar, if you want to go down to the sports bar, Howie Sports page, and watch it with your friends and fam, I'm in on that. Heck, you want to make friends and fam while you're out there? I'm in on that, too. Have people at your house. Miss me with that. Hey, um, hey Fred, you got a, uh, you use coasters on this table? No, I don't use coasters. I don't care. That is, that is composite board on a table from the Walmart. I do not care about that table. Well, you know, Fred, if, um, you know, if you change your input to a gold-plated HDMI on this, no, I don't care how you have your HDMI hooked up from your direct TV stream that you steal from your brother. I don't care about that at all. I have whatever Apple TV gave me in the box. That's what I use. No, it's not a smart TV. It's a dumb TV. I've had it for a while. I think it's just 1080p or 1080i. I don't know the difference. But I know when you're not here, it's much more enjoyable. In-laws. <laughs> so, so to make the game even watchable, you got to put down the... You got to put down the parlay. We went three of them. And then you got a talking point, right? Because how much conversation can you have about Kirk Kizens? How much conversation? And by the way, with the way the Patriots are just knocking out starting quarterbacks, see Zach Wilson today, with the way that teams are just not just losing to the Patriots, but then losing their entire roster to the Patriots, I'm telling you. Playing the Patriots on Thanksgiving, at least you know you got December off after that. You know you're set. Bob Walpo is joining me. We'll grab a break when we come back. We will jump into the program as you know it regularly. It's Fred Slow with Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, back live with it. I'm blowing myself out in headphones. I just moved to the other side of the glass. Bob Walpo is with us. Bob, Welcome. Take a second on the microphone. All you need, my friend, I got it. So it's, you know how the holidays get, friends of the show? You know how the holidays get whenever it's, hey, who's at the office? Who's not at the office? Your boss is away. I got a text today from someone that said, see you in December. You know, that's like a real thing. <laughs> so Robert, friend of the show, Robert Gibson, part of the show. He's the three and two men on. So Robert... He's doing a grand opening, grand closing today for a – somebody with us, Bob? Oh, heck yeah. We'll get him in a second. So Robert's doing a grand opening, and he was like, hey, this grand opening is not going to wrap till 4, and because it's not going to wrap till 4, I'm going to be a little bit late. Bob's going to be there. So Bob comes in, and he says, hey, I thought it was 5 a.m., not 5 p.m. <laughs> and I was here at 5 a.m. He was here at 5 a.m. Mailman, welcome to the show. How are you, friend? 
Mailman, you with me? Well, I can hear Mailman delivering mail, but I don't know if he can hear me. You, you do, yeah, I got you, brother. Ready. Yeah, he's not coming through. I mean, maybe I – hey, and this is my fault because I was Ready. producing earlier, Bob. Maybe I threw something out of sequence there, a little back of the house talk. Maybe is, is mono not supposed to be in? Did I do something wrong? Who knows? Mailman, I know you can't hear us, but the listener can, and they appreciate this. Mailman's move when I'm calling for help is just to repeat my name. <laughs> it's like when you're lost in the woods. Help! Freddy! Freddy! You ever go camping? Hey, I bet you anything, it's on Mailman's side, he just muted himself. That's the best part about these holiday shows. Like these Wednesday, like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, commonly known as Skanksgiving. This one is a lot of fun because it's not put together right. We could just play all 13 minutes of Alice's Restaurant and I'd be the happiest guy in the whole world. Because instead I got to spend today talking about the Jets. I definitely got to recap UNM from yesterday or trifecta bet for Thanksgiving football tomorrow. How the NBA kind of starts this weekend, not really till Christmas. There's a list of stuff, a grip. Larry Barker ran a Gladiators article today. We'll talk about that. This is the world of sports talk radio as it surrounds holidays. And also with sports talk radio, This and again, this relates to everyone. Holiday schedules from November 1st till January the what it's 3rd, January the 2nd. They are the worst. It is makeshift. It's held together with scotch tape and spider webs. That's what makes these games go round. On the live stream, which I am currently on by myself, I'm wearing my high school affiliated hat. Friend of the show, Kyle, is appreciative of that. Thank you. I went to a high school outside of St. Louis, Missouri. Our mascot was the Oilers. And I had a friend who, whose father would come to all the games. He was an older gentleman. And he would say, Goilers. It was a combination of go and Oilers. Goilers. Stuck with me forever. Same as the Houston Texans, the Houston Oilers. We going to try it again? Mailman, welcome back to the program. How are you? Fred. Yes, sir. Can you hear me, Fred? Yes, I can. <laughs> Red slow. I love that mailman is not Red, here. Red slim slow. There's. Do you ever do that? We used to do a bit on radio. Where we would put two callers up against each other, and they couldn't hear each other. And they would just talk. That's what this feels like with mailman. I can already tell you what mailman's going to say. My Pittsburgh Steelers, you're sleeping on them. Don't sleep on us for Monday Night Football. We're the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> the thing i enjoy most about like the technical difficulties when they exist which we're currently existing through is the trip of it because how put together we often are in this program to just kind of make it work and figure it out and how fitting the day before thanksgiving that the phone line goes out on the day that i'm solo I could put out the number up 505-246-0610. It would do nothing. It doesn't go through. The live texter. That's all we got. 
and also back of the house. Because and by the, I get it again. You're not even, if you're in town listening right now to sports talk. You don't live here. You're visiting family. This is not the example for sports talk radio that you want. If you're a regular friend of this show, you are out of town. You left town to go do Thanksgiving with others. It's a world of 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 change. It's a world of indecision. <laughs> But the idea of Mailman just yelling back and forth to me, I'm super about. One more try with Mailman. What's happening, Fred? Welcome, brother. How are you? Good, good, man. I, I was coming trying to save you, being that uh, they left you by yourself. It's, it, uh, it's, it's freaky. It's, our, new, our new tag team is Freaky Freddy and the Bennett. It has been a comical series of events, Mailman, and I'm glad it exactly 20 minutes into the program we got to figure it out yes dude i am reaching across the rope and begging you to tag me in i need it we need the, we need the hot tag come off the corner <laughs> so let's piss everybody off bro i'm ready let's call some wwe oh gosh that's the start this program needs i am super stoked for this war games because we have it they haven't done an actual war games with the main stars in a long time. Yeah, it'll be the best thing ever done. Yeah, war- it was back when uh, that started back in the WCW days. Yeah, it was a, it's a Dusty Rhodes invention, Bob. And what it is, it's, it's two rings next to each other encased in a giant cage, a steel cage of death and destruction. I guess the top's off, so it's not really like a full cage, but it's a world and of intimidation. You, and you have to wrestle a match the night before to find out who gets the man advantage. I'm about war games. And also at war games, there's not just one, there's two. They give you a women's one, they give you a men's one. And they both last over an hour. And the pay-per-view is only three hours, so there's no other real filler. It's a very good Saturday finish after you send your in-laws away after the holiday. What in-laws? Ain't nobody coming over. (laughs) Mailman mails his butt cake. Nobody interrupts my WWE. I don't love watching live. When I watch on record, I can skip the parts I don't care about. Well, I'll tell you what. uh, I'm, I'm looking forward the women's one and I'm looking forward to see what uh, the bloodline, what's going to happen with the bloodline because that's going to be awesome. No, it's going to be insanely good. Adding Kevin Owens was super smart. Of course. That dude is crazy. Because now you're going to get that weird in-between moment with Sami Zayn where he has to make a decision against his adopted family and his original family which is Kevin Owens, which leads up to what? Royal Rumble. And that starts the what? Uh, Road to WrestleMania against who? Hopefully one of the Usos, but preferably Roman Reigns himself. It won't be. Look, I'm, I'm feeling a turn that some backyard deal has been made so that Kevin Owens will turn on his team and he will get the guaranteed next shot with Roman Reigns. At Royal Rumble. Yes. Well, I don't hate that at all. I'd watch that. I'd go watch that in person. 
You're not going to even the- though even though Roman is all pissed off at him, but I can see it happening. Well, I'm into it because he hasn't had a he hasn't had a title fight in a long time. What so Roman Reigns? He's fought Logan Paul. Fought him five minutes ago. Well, no, I'm Kevin Owens. Oh Kevin yeah, Owens. Kevin Owens deserves it. Kevin Owens is a bad dude. The only time you can give Kevin Owens the ship, though, is in Canada. When's the next pay-per-view in Canada? That's when he'll win. He's he's very much the Bret Hart. We could create something, the Fred Flo Invitational. Where where are we going to do it, Vancouver? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I'm about it. (laughs) Love you, brother. Have a good day. Be good. Happy holidays, my man. From From the texter which I appreciate this very much because this is sentiment to the program. I have to use up all my vacations days by January 1, otherwise I lose them. (laughs) Yes, no one wants to lose their vacation days. Also, what is with the poor planning of the year when you get so many vacation days that you can't schedule them before November? The best days of the year are before November. Go on vacation before November. Go anywhere. Do anything. I have a question. Yes. What's a vacation? Okay, Bob. It's <laughs> me and you both, Bob. <laughs> you know, I, I work. Uh, I work in New Mexico Islands University as well, right? Yes. Like, I, I very much love that job. I enjoy it. I'm in the group text today, and it's just people like prepping for the holiday, doing this. I'm like, I'm, I'm at the office. Am I? Th- <laughs> I'm, the, I'm like the only one. Yes, apparently. Apparently. Yes. No home games today. New Mexico Islands women off to a 4-0 start, by the way, in basketball. That's the best start in school history. Terrific. Pretty good. Good deal. My girls got a chance to be 6-0 before conference play if they play their cards right. If. That's the thing, right? Isn't it more of if they play the ball right? I like that. A little up, down, down the court, do that thing right. Yeah, I'm impressed very much with the state of basketball. What is interesting to me in the state of New Mexico, what's interesting to me is this Thanksgiving break, specifically talking about like the Lobos and the Aggies. Because right now you're going to get the student body, which is going to go home for the holiday. Now, I think it was mentioned yesterday. Oh, this is, about to, this is bad radio because I don't have filler next to me. So I got insider info on Monday that the Aggies were for certain going to play the game in Vegas. They got tournament play in Vegas this weekend. And I think it came out publicly yesterday. And if I have those things backwards, whatever. But the Aggies are going to play basketball this weekend even with Mike Peak still recovering. And UNM, their student body's going home. Now, is there going to be questions? And by the way, state student body as well. That dinner table's going to have weird questions around it, right? It's going to have weird questions about your safety. It's going to have weird questions about the campus. It's going to have weird questions about the student body. Are there going to be not just students, but student athletes that make the decision while at home with their family that there might be better options for them? There's already one that has. There's already one that has. Red, a redshirt freshman girl? That's correct. Said she's uh, going to finish the semester online and go to the portal. Here's what it is. You have to do what you have to do. You to have teach. to. You, like, no one else is going to put you first, ever. You always have to put yourself first. And I know that sounds, like, insanely selfish, but it's the idea of, you, uh, like in an airplane, you put your oxygen mask on first. Like, then like, the child. Then the child. Because you can't put the mask on the child if you can't breathe yourself. And to me, and that's what this holiday weekend is going to be. 
It's going to be you're going to go home and you're going to talk to mom and dad and everyone in your circle that's ever loved you or cared about you. And they're going to say, hey, there are other options out there. Now, if we're being real transparent on this, because we didn't super hit on this, because I don't love sad stuff, because this show is about making jokes about sports. It's sports adjacent. It's sports adjacent. But here, I mean, here, is that also Virginia? Like, this stuff happens all over the country. It's happened all the time. Yeah. Is there one place that's more safe than another place? I don't think so. I don't either. And if there but, is, it's not by such a measurable margin. Because apparently it's become a mindset of the culture. Crazy. Across the country. I, w- I woke up this morning, something yeah. at a Walmart. Like, what? Every day. Every day there's something. And it turned out to be a manager. Isn't that something? Crazy. Crazy. Just do the best you can. Watch your back. Be aware of your situation. Fred Griggs will join us whenever we get back. He is the new head coach of the Duke City Gladiators. We're going to talk to he as he was uh, publicly announced yesterday in that role, and we're going to talk about them on the offseason. Also, I'll ask those weird questions because Larry Barker put out a story this morning on the Gladiators. you see that, Bob? No, I didn't. Um, so Larry Barker put out a story, and I'm going to ask what I can ask because I don't know a lot, but I'm going to see what Fred can can open up for us. Fred Griggs joining us after the break. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Still efforting Fred Griggs. I know he's out of town for the holiday, so he's going to try to make exception for us. But also that kind of fits the theme of the program thus far today. I've done, here's a real number. I think I've done in my life, I've been in radio since I was 18. So what's that? Uh, so there's 300 shows a year or something crazy like that. But I, I wasn't daily all the time. I've done 10, I don't know, 10,000, maybe, maybe 10,000 hours of radio. I'm, that's like the one that makes you professional, right? You're just a baby. This, <laughs> this <laughs> is the worst one I've ever done. It's not even close. <laughs> From the live, so I'm currently at the. Uh, I'm in the studio today. I'm wearing my high school hat. This is my. Uh, it's an it's an Oiler logo. It's an Oiler Derek. I went to East Alton Wood River High School outside of St. Louis, Missouri. I'm an Oiler, so I'm on the live stream on social media. And my old high school basketball coach is here. Okay, cool. And his name is is Joe Joe Parmentier. Um, he he meant he means a world to me. Everyone has those people in their lives, right? Where yes. it's um, maybe it's the first adult. To, to to show you that you have value outside of your family. Maybe it's it's that person that you needed when you were a youth. Bob, you, I'm sure you had yours. Yes, Mr. Gamel, 7th and 8th grade math teacher and counselor. Love it. I love it. I want to hear more about him. Like that, because I have goosebumps even talking to you. That's what Joe <laughs> is for me. And yeah. uh, when I was in high school, um, I was I was a pretty okay basketball player, but I didn't love the game. Like I, I love girls. I love telling jokes. I was, I just, I never. <laughs> and you haven't changed. Right. Not, not an ounce. <laughs> and I was, I was as tall as I am now then, which is very tall, but I thought I was a guard. You know, I thought I was, I'm going to run the court. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to hit big shots. Uh, but he was always a world of praise to me. And uh, you know, I, you know what I'm thankful for because it's the day before Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for Joe Parmentier Good because he, uh, in high school, my father lost his job. My father was a steel worker. Oh. And, and at that time in the Midwest, it so, was going down. So very many of them. So as my father loses his job, uh, Joe pulls me to the side after a practice one day, and I don't even know if he remembers this story, but he pulls me to the side, and he and he says, uh, my legal name's Manfred, right? So he's like, uh, hey, Manfred. <laughs> he's like, uh, and you can tell me to forget it if you want, but um, if you and your family need a little help right now, we're here for you. And cool. It, yeah, and as a kid, you know, I didn't realize how significant and important it was, but I think he or he in the high school had partnered with the Kiwanis, and it was like, you know, a couple hundred 
bucks and gift cards to the Walmart for the holidays or something yeah. of that nature. But it was just the little things. You know, and I think that was such a pivot point in my life to where, you know, hey, the relationship because of athletics, but how it, it bled into the world of um, people and persons. Right. Yeah, and, and how, how thankful I am on the day before Thanksgiving to be able to still have him a participant in a sport in my life some 20 years later I've been out of high school. Is he listening online? I don't know. if he's uh, Somebody will tell him because I know people <laughs> listen at home. You well, know, you tell him. Bob, did you? So Do I didn't grow up here, right? I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. And I've been doing radio, again, for a long time. How fortunate I am to have a lot of friends of the show, right? There's a lot of people who I will see throughout this community or will tune into my work from wherever, and, and they are a big part and a big fan of it. But if I go home, I'm not the radio guy. No. no. <laughs> when I go home, I'm the guy who, who ran into that fence with my truck when I was 16. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm the guy who uh, left that girl at prom for that other girl. Oh, and I'm did the, you really? Oh, God, I'm the worst. Oh, my God. Bob, no one I, grow, I grew up with celebrates me in this fun profession that has allotted me World Series and Super Bowls and, and WrestleManias. And, and uh, yesterday I did an interview with the Savannah Bananas because we're we're doing a partnership when they come to Phoenix on a thing. And and I just have this super fun professional atmosphere. But if I go home to my hometown for the yeah. holidays and I go to the corner bar and I and I sit down at the watering hole, it's just dudes I grew up with that want to beat me at cornhole. There you go. I love it. <laughs> put it does put you in your place and makes you think of where you are. It's all about perspective. Yes. Oh. That's so funny. Okay. Oh, what a good program. Fred Griggs not joining us right now the way that we thought he would. Larry Barker ran an interesting one today on the Gladiators. You didn't see it. I'm going to give you the synopsis of it. Okay. Good. So Larry Barker, who we're familiar with his work, Larry Barker attacks everyone. Everyone's fair game. Yeah. So Larry Barker, he's attacking the Duke City Gladiators, Mo Moyasis, Tim Keller. He's saying city funds that were granted by the state used for a private entity. I'm looking at this thing. I recognize that Larry presents in a way to where he's trying to create outrage. I get it. I get what it is. I host that same radio show. But Larry, first of all, we're only talking about like a hundred grand, I think it was, for this turf field. Okay. And in the big picture, that's not a lot of money. That's a very small amount of money. And if you're providing a service and an amenity to the community, Miss me with the real ranch over Albuquerque talk. It's all one community. What what was this hundred grand for? Turf field. Where? It, at the Rio Rancho Event Center. So So Tim yep, Keller yep. authorized a hundred grand to go up to Rio Rancho. But here's the thing the gladiators are based in Albuquerque. Their business license and operation is in Albuquerque. But they play up at they the They play at the event center. So Larry Barker is trying to create this huge turmoil, which, by the way, I'm not subscribing to, Larry, because it's an Albuquerque-based business that just so happens to play in a facility because we don't have one here in town. By the way, do you remember we tried to build a stadium? Yeah. That was a conversation we had for a long time. And still do. Still do. But you know what we do have with the Duke City Gladiators? Professional football. Civic pride. Yeah. You know what they have? A turf that doesn't break people's ankles. That it, would be nice. That's super nice. Hey, also this, if you want to run like a indoor whatever, a camp, a festivity, a thing, call the city. They have the turf. They'll let you use it. You got to pay the fee to set it up and do all this stuff? Yeah, probably. I mean, that's part of doing business. 
If you want to use a public entity for private use, you have to pay a fee. That's in the state charter. It's chartered. Okay. And Larry Barker puts an eight-minute slam piece out with those terrible graphics well, that he always does. Well, <clears throat> having been in the business for some time, yes, I could sit down with you and record, say, a half-hour conversation. And I could do this before digital came out. Okay, I could splice the tape. I could sit down with you for a half hour and make you say anything I wanted to. I agree. It's, so it's that easy. It, yeah, and you know it, it's a lot easier now with uh, digital. So uh, you know the hit pieces are They're edited sus. heavily. They're insanely sus. And the owner of the Gladiators, who by the way I really like, Gina yeah. Thomas. Yeah, she's she, been on before. She's tremendous. Yeah, she is. She's fiery and excitable. Whenever she's on the she, – so Larry Barker reaches out, and Gina Thomas is like, I'm not interested in having a conversation. Miss me with this. Because you're going to try to tell a story, Larry. And Larry tells stories. We had, we had a family member of the Cumulus family catch an attack from Larry Barker recently. And then whenever he caught that attack, it's the most one-sided presented story of all time. And I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like we're not talking about all the money in the world. We're talking about a hundred grand to provide a really important, in my opinion, amenity to the community of Albuquerque. I get that they have to drive to Rio Rancho for it. Here's the thing. If they didn't have to drive to Rio Rancho, if they were still at Tingley, Tingley state run, it's not even city run. It's not just for a private entity. It's for the enjoyment of the community. Miss me with this Larry Barker. Miss me with your explosion graphics and your, how many times can you show hands counting money? I get it. You're trying to create a narrative here. Mo Maestas, who I know fairly well, state rep. Yeah. You know what he's doing? Repping the people of the state. He's, they say to, people say to Mo, Mo, you know what we like? Entertainment. You know what we like? Sports. Can you provide both? Oh, you can. What's it going to cost us? Very little per taxpayer because we're talking about a hundred grand only. How many people live in New Mexico? 2.5 million something? Uh, yeah. Ish? Like ish? Yeah, ish. What's ish. that breakdown? 100,000. What's that breakdown? You're asking me to yeah. do that off the top of my head. 15 cents or something stupid. It's like nothing. It's not yeah. that much. It's like a little though. It's less than what the, what the state That's is paying for I'm the roll Yeah. That's very funny. That's a good point. That's a different show, but that's, that's an excellent good, yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, the state's paying for the rail runner that's used by 50 people, 60 people. I don't know how many. And Larry, more than that. Well, but. I've taken it one time. It was fun. Yeah, it's a novelty. But, I, I took the I, tram one time. Yeah. And then the tram locked up. I don't take the tram no more. <laughs> but the people down in Berlin that work up in Santa Fe just love it. That is a good get. <laughs> the, Why doesn't he do that story again? The, oh. <laughs> or do do the uh, sanitation, the uh, recycling trucks that go to the dump. What, <laughs> one, of my best, one of my best people in this industry works at 13, okay? Okay. No names. Okay. My understanding of Larry Barker is he has his own standalone production side of the building. It's like him and his core group of employees. No one else knows what's going on. And then they just sit there and they take phone calls on either people snitching or people complaining yeah. about <laughs> entities in the state and community. And there's no tie-in to anyone else. Like, I don't... No I, oversight. No. Of course not. Just throw out the weirdest thing, Larry Barker. You know what I really like here? The Duke City Gladiators. You know why? Because it's fun, and it's sports-oriented, and it's family-oriented. And by the way, the Rio Rancho Event Center slaps. 
It's a very good facility. They have clean restrooms, and they have food, and they have parking, and it is a place to go for a very good time. That does not exist in Albuquerque. It's not here. He, kept oh, well. calling t- he didn't call Tim Keller the mayor. He called him Gladiator Superfan. <laughs> uh, you got to love somebody that has that much oh, power. Oh, God, he's so weird. He's the weirdest. So uh, I believe he's starting a uh, Report on me on right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, possibly both of yeah. us. Like, two men on? Two men on what? Trouble? More what on are, that at 10 what o'clock. Are, what are we smoking? Yeah, right? It's actually, oh. <laughs> it's actually, by law, Larry, we can do that now. Thanks. <laughs> also, I don't. Whenever we get back, we wrap up the hour. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. From the live chat, big Fight World MMA event this weekend. Fight World MMA 27 over at Revel Entertainment Center, 4720 Alexander Boulevard Northeast. I'm not giving away tickets or anything, but I got some names on this one. Should be pretty girl, pretty pretty good. That new, have you been into that new Revel like um, like stage thing yet, Bob? It's like insanely nice. Robert nope. Robert opened it up with like a comedy show. Yeah. No, I, I've been in, when I was doing DoorDash, I was inside there a couple of times yeah. picking up. It looked really neat, and I was across the street from it this afternoon. Some so. of the sport's best fighters, including Tim the Dirty Bird Means, Carlos MBK Condent, the Angel of Death, D'Amico Pe- There's just a lot of people that are going to be at this thing. So anyways, that's Saturday night, 7 to 10. Get in for as little as 40 bucks. I think VIP will like. You know how they do it in the MMA. It's going to kiss like just short of a thousand bucks. You know, it's like super nice stuff they do over there. I don't mess with Revel a ton. Robert does a lot of stuff with him. He does a lot of the comedy stuff over there. I just don't mess with him a ton. Julian Mendez pointed that out to me. He's a good friend of the show. We were talking a little bit about that Duke City Gladiator thing, and we were talking a little bit about Larry Barker, and I'm not trying to run it into the ground. But interesting to me how that piece ran last night at 10 p.m., and you know what 10 p.m. last night also was? Do you know what that was yesterday? That was Tim Keller's birthday! Larry (laughs) Barker put out this slam piece on Tim Keller and the Duke City Gladiators, who, by the way, are community champions, who do their – they show up to schools, and they're part of kids' lives – and I know it was Tim Keller's birthday because the Duke City Gladiators put out a happy birthday post to him. Also, you know who's in that post? Me, interviewing Tim. <laughs> Am I part of the story now, Larry? 505-246-0610. There are some things you do not want in life. and That's the attention Mr. of Larry Barker. Barker. <laughs> yes. Isn't that right, Larry? Yeah, isn't that right? We should here's what we should do, friends of the show. We should take an eight minute and six second commercial break so you can watch the entirety of this eight minute and six second video. I don't need to. Oh God. I I have seen his work before. <laughs> and I've seen work of others like him before. Oh yeah. It's not an original tune no. on this piano. No. No. We'll try sixty minutes. Yeah. Sixty minutes doesn't do as good at graphics though. Well, <laughs> That's the best part of the Barker stuff. Oh, shoot. Heck of a program today. We're running it down until Thanksgiving. A lot of sports over this Thanksgiving weekend, including football tomorrow. we got our parlay bet ready. So we're going to place that. 
come out big winners, that winnings were going to play Monday night at Howie's. And when I say play, I mean we're just going to play with it. We're just going to enjoy the night. Bobby should come out on Monday. We're at Howie's for Monday night football. That'd be a good one. There's no good Monday night football games, but being with us is a good time. So that is the one for not just you, but for all. I am hosting the Turkey Trek tomorrow morning. Come down to the, I believe it's like the 27th annual, man. We're up to like a lot of these things. But this year it's benefiting Locker 505. And we're very excited about that. It's over at Tingley and Central is kind of where this thing starts. Um, I mean, it goes at 8, so get there by 8. And then we're going we're gonna to run. It'll take you, what, how long does a 5K take? Like 45 minutes, an hour? Uh, about six hours for me. Okay, well, not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but there, come sign up, day of, get a T-shirt, kind of do all your stuff, be a part of a thing, get out early, get away from the family. Say hello to me if you are there. I think I'm going to wear my Locker 505 gear, so you'll see me in my blue polo. Alongside me will be uh, kind of everyone in production of that thing, so we are very excited about that. We're very excited to enjoy it. Early registration is now closed, but you can walk up day of, park at the Albuquerque Aquarium, come hang out with your boy. If you bring me a coffee, I'll be really appreciative. I'll bring some swag. I got some stuff. Scott Cregan over at Graphic Connection just gave us a bunch of stuff. Bring some stuff, give it away. Central and Tingley Drive Southwest. That's where the race officially starts at. And it, it ends like halfway to a to a 5k so it ends 2.5k away and then you have to run back that's kind of how that thing works i like runs i think they're good fundraisers eh i like non-traditional stuff some of the best fundraisers i've ever they've been like wiffle ball tournaments cornhole tournaments that kind of stuff i love those things bowling for stuff i'm into that if you use the phrase bowl for and then a thing yes i will bowl for that thing 5K to me is good because people like them. You know what? You know what I could do with cornhole? I could hold a big indoor one on the Duke City Gladiator Field. <laughs> that we paid a hundred grand for the turf. I don't even believe they were reimbursed. I don't really know how the money worked out. It got confusing <laughs> in this thing. That's government uh, shenanigans. Just ask Larry. That was where I thought my path was in life. What? Municipal Doing... government. Oh, really? I feel well. like I do good. Glad you came to your sentences. <laughs> when in doubt, add more trash cans. <laughs> Whenever we get back, more two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Five o'clock on this program. And for a lot of you friends of the show, you just left work. You're on a four-day weekend. Two of those days are wasted with your in-laws, but it's still a four-day weekend. Last time I'm going to hit on it. Last time I'm going to hit on the story. Before the holiday weekend break, and I only am doing it because I want you, friends of the show, to know what I know. So whenever you sit down at either the adult table or the kids' table, based off age or demeanor, this is what you need to discuss. Bob, kill that music. That's terrible. <laughs> like yelling over it. Did New Mexico State University get a new head men's basketball coach? No, they did not. Greg Air is still there. They did not. They're keeping them. You're saying, well, were there any other student-athletes out of the hotel that evening? Yeah. Yeah, there were. They weren't involved with the Mike Peake situation, but they were out of the hotel. Where were they at? We don't know. Do we know they were gone? We do know that. Hey, here's a question that's going to come up at your Thanksgiving table. Are student-athletes allowed to bring guns on team trips? 
No. no. You cannot have guns on university property. No. Do you know what a, do you know what a university bus is? That's no. university property. You know where you're not allowed to take guns? University sponsored activities. You know what that is? That's away games. There's a student code of conduct. I did not read it. I do not have access to it. I promise you it says make good decisions. Here's a bad decision. Having a gun. Were players or staff interviewed uh, uh, by the state police? Yeah, they were. Here's the thing. That bus was not pulled over. They arranged to meet the state police on the way to Las Cruces. Where are you going to stop? It has to be Socorro. There's not – Robert, you got your microphone on as you're putting your, as you're putting your nap on it. Robert Gibson will be joining us in about two seconds here. I'm here. <laughs> Welcome to the program. What's up? How was your grand opening, grand closing? Oh, man, I did three of them. Put your damn hands up. They were great. They were great. We'll talk about that after the, after the break. So, Robert Gibson, who's two men on today. The team voluntarily met with the state police to have this conversation. Cool. If Mike Peek was running solo, how'd the team find out about this? Well, here's the thing. He called. What do you do when you get shot in a city that you're not in? They, excuse me, that you don't live in and you're not from? You call your teammates. They then told the coaching staff. You're still you're eating your yams now? The conversation's still going on? Is Mike Peek going to recover? Yeah, he is. His condition, stable and recovering. Well, I bet the Aggies aren't playing in Vegas this weekend. Yes, they are. They're still going. Back to action. Is Mike Peek going? No, he is not. Will Mike Peek play basketball again? I doubt it. Do I know that? No. Let me rephrase it. Will he play basketball again this year? Probably not. Will he play basketball ever again? God, I hope so. That UNM game, though, is going to get rescheduled, right? No. No, it is not. And if you were listening to the show yesterday, you heard Eddie Nunez tell not just you, but tell you first. Because he wrapped up his press conference and he came on this program and he told the world. What about the Las Cruces game? It gone too. You know what we got now? Open date on the schedule. New Mexico Highlands, make a call. Hey, legitimately, I don't know why I didn't think about that earlier. I don't know why I just said it on air. We need to figure that thing out. I'm pulling on my schedule right now. I'm going to tell you if the men are playing on the third. Because I don't know. I don't think they are. They are not. We're at Shatter and we can't play. <laughs> Are students' bags checked for guns before they leave the university? No, they're not. Are they now? Yes. Remember, that was a question I asked. You know the curfew rules? Let me give them to you, Robert, so you can talk about this at the Thanksgiving table. This is for the Aggies only. I don't have UNM, okay? You had to get back to the team hotel, which, by the way, you're like, which hotel was it? Double tree. It was the double tree, y'all. Right over here, right by this building. And also, that double tree I've stayed in at one time. Robert, I know you've stayed in it a lot. Yes. It's kind of sus. It's like a sus hotel. Inside, it's not. It's the outside. The outside is sus. <laughs> yeah. The inside's fine. Robert, you're a little high. So. Got you. They had to get back to the hotel by 1030. That seems like a late curfew to me, but okay. Then they watch film from 10 to 1130. Hear me out. I want to be in bed by then. Maybe I'm a weirdo. Bed checks are conducted a quarter before midnight. Fine. 
Allegedly, all the athletes were in the room at that time. Cool. Assistant coaches patrol the lobbies until about 2 a.m. The only thing that I don't think I can really say with certainty, but I think, Robert, you will, is this. Did this entire situation stem from the football fight on November the 19th? Absolutely. The answer is probably yes. Yes. Is that more than likely a question for higher authority? Yes. But in our broadcaster opinion, yes. It was brought up on this program. It was brought up on this program by Jeff Grammer. Was there, and if there was, what was, was there, what was, disciplinary action taken for those students involved in the fight at the football game? I don't know, and I can't find out, and I have asked. I'm not Larry Barker. I'm not an investigative reporter. I have friends that work at these places. I've called and I've asked, and either they don't know or they're not telling me. That's the extent of what I can say. Robert, do you know of any public details on if anyone involved in these fights at the football game on November the 19th is that when it was the nineteenth? No, not November. No, 19th. October the fifteenth. October, yeah. Do you know if any action was taken against them? None. I don't know either. Zero. And I don't know is bad radio, but I know that I don't know. Huh. And I don't like that. Because what I want is for when dumb stuff occurs. That appropriate response is taken. I want to know that there's accountability. And I don't even want to be made an example. And I don't need, I just need fair, not just in degree of punishment, but in degree of distribution. I need fair across the board. And what is going on down at New Mexico State with their athletic director and their department? I wish them the best luck in the entire world on not just figuring this thing out, but after figuring it out, setting up in a way to where not only can they prevent it from happening again in the future, but they can do it while helping student-athletes grow. God, I yearn for that. And Mario's got a world in front of him. But he and that coaching staff and other coaching staffs, women's, other, other sports, Sit down with your student-athletes. Talk to your student-athletes. Talk to them about culture. Talk to them about Las Cruces. And by the way, Las Cruces is about spitting distance from El Paso. And I'll be that guy right now. El Paso goes hard. El Paso is not a soft city. El Paso is a hard city. You think Albuquerque is hard? Albuquerque is super soft compared to El Paso. And there's more people. Dog, there's two and a half more people. For every one person here, there's two and a half there. And then you have, as a neighbor, water is. I was counting water. <laughs> oh, you was counting it? Okay, I got you. <laughs> I keep them separate. Hey, they don't down there, though. I know they don't. You know what they do? They take this blue deck of cards and this red deck of cards, and they shuffle them together, and they play blackjack out of both. They don't care. Speaking of, I got to make sure I get our bet down today. Oh, yes. We're about to win big. 
Let me make sure. Van was still fighting us on that last one, wasn't he? Or did he concede? Well, you can tell by he not being here today, he had already cashed out of this thing mentally. <laughs> Didn't matter. I almost want me and you, and we don't need to do it on air, I guess. We could do it anytime. I want me and you to sit down and write a memo or a decree or a declaration okay. or an establish. Or I want, I want to just put into thought what should be the mission statement for all of these universities as it relates to their student-athletes. Because mm. you and I would not come up with a document that said a single thing about wins. We would not come up with a document that said a single thing about championships, that would say a single thing about NIL or endorsements. Yeah, or money. Yeah. None of it. Yep. You know, we would we talk about the growth of character. We would talk about fellowship. We would talk about when me and you, as recruiting for athletics, as we go across the country to Chicago, Illinois, and sit down in the living room of a mother to a student that I am going to bring in as part of my family and telling them why they can trust me and all the benefits of not just who I am but the institute I work for and not that I just create plays on the field or playing mm -hmm. surface, but I create individuals who make plays in life. It's got to be done. There has to be an upheaval. There has to be a reimagining. Mm -hmm. But Fred, hey, do you watch Creighton play basketball yet? No. Here's what I know about Creighton. Nothing. Here's what I know about Creighton. A lot of money's going through Creighton. Creighton is beating up on people. They're always kind of in the mix. NIL now. They're super in the mix. Yeah, I was going to say, tournament time, they're definitely always in the mix. That's the only time I ever hear about them. Well, hey, and here's why on that, and I'm not trying to be super cynical, Fred. But the reason you only hear about them is because they always have four-year seniors that have been playing together forever, and they know how to win mm. when they have to win games at the very end. Hey, you know what they have now? Guys making money. And you don't have to leave anymore. You don't have to go to Europe. You don't have to go to Asia. You don't have to go to South America. You don't have to – Lose your opportunity to play because you signed an and one tour mixtape contract because you got to pay your water bill. It gets paid by the guy that owns the car dealership. Mm -hmm. I don't know where Mike Peak's gun is from. I tried finding out. Where did Mike Peak get his gun? I know who we could ask and get answers fairly quickly. Do it off air. Don't tell me where. Just tell me when you got it. You were talking about him earlier when I was listening. Larry Burke. <laughs> you know who my alter ego is, right? One of my alter egos. Robert Larry Barker. Bobby me. Larry Barker. What is that? It's just me as Larry Barker. <laughs> <laughs> Watching Larry Barker. I sent. What time did I send you that video? This morning. As soon as I woke yeah. up. 6 a.m. or something. I'm like, watch this Larry Barker junk. You're like, yo. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa. This is crazy. <laughs> if I tried to scissor Larry Barker when I meet him, he wouldn't do it. He's not cool. No, you'd have a whole expose on yourself oh on gosh. why you do it and I, why it shouldn't be done. We're pulling Beetlejuice rules right now. I think if we say his name one more time, we're done for. Local stand-up comedian launders money from shows <laughs> through radio program. <laughs> <laughs> makes jokes about it on stage, hides in plain sight, more than a... Funded by state senators. Yeah. We caught behind-the-scenes footage of local comedian, <clears throat> Buck D. 
yelling at an elderly lady. You know, you know the the thing that I would do when he'd interview me. Andy Kaufman, no, he's going to character. No, I'd be his number one fan. Man, I loved you. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be dropping all type of dirt on me. Like, man, you are the best, man. Hey, do you? But you do it. You do it like super backhanded. Where you're like, hey, man, I loved it. And I loved you until you really flubbed that story. On. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, flip it on him. Flip uh, it on him. Bring up his worst moment. Yeah. Larry Barker? I heard you don't even have a dog. <laughs> what do you mean, Barker? It's like whenever people go on Dr. Phil and they'd be like, you're not even a doctor. I'd be like, so, this two-tone mustache thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, is it true <laughs> that no one at 13 has a key to your office? Oh. Like, what? Yeah. Gina Thomas one's got ears says, I'm not talking to you. Oh, You're weird, dude. I'm projecting. I don't know if she said that. That was the best part of it. Yeah, at the end. <laughs> he's like, nah, she didn't want to. She has not returned anything. He put out this slam piece on Tim Keller on Tim Keller's birthday. Whoa, that's so calculated, isn't it? It's so calculated. It's not this is this is not checkers. This is not even chess. This is three D chess. Josh Sushan, where we get back, we're going to talk the National League Comeback Player of the Year in Major League Baseball. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, friend in real life, my absolute best friend in all of baseball, Josh Sushan. Welcome, brother. I like that music. I, I want a little bit more of that. Pump it, it back like up. like a very day before Thanksgiving, you know, like happy trails kind of vibe to it. Is this just... I wonder if I was being set up for something. <laughs> you... Hey, you're not from here. Who are you spending Thanksgiving with? What's your plan? Um, spend it... It's Friendsgiving. Okay. Friendsgiving. What... Robert yeah, and I are friends... both not coming. Like, what friends do you have? <laughs> like, That's messed up. Friends who invited me. Hey, oh. there you go. What's up? You want to hang out? Do you guys need or... a place? I'm like, I know. Like, you guys can come. I'll, I'll find out, but I'm sure you can come. <laughs> You're like, Josh is like, I'm sure Robert can come, but let me ask about Fred. That's too funny. Hey, do you have like a tradition, Jay, on Thanksgiving? Do you have like a go-to like soundtrack? Is there a go-to like thing? If you don't do it, it doesn't feel like Thanksgiving for you? Nah. Those things are too hard to remember. Okay. I'm an Alice. Uh, Milo, do you guys? I don't. I'm I don't an, have that for any holiday. No. You, you could say, do you have a tradition for fill the blank any holiday? And my answer is not really. I am an Alice's restaurant guy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I, I am through and through. Every Thanksgiving at noon, I will play Arlo Guthrie's Alice's Restaurant, and I will spend, what is it, 17 minutes or whatever it is of a song, just reliving once a year the the story of Alice's Restaurant and how you can get anything you want. At Alice's restaurant. Hmm. Um, it means a lot to me. <laughs> Not joking. <laughs> Robert, you're coming over for Thanksgiving still? Yes, I am. Then you will be exposed to this. Okay. And I'll ask you to sit in silence and listen to it in its entirety. Oh, man. Hey, uh, can I tell you how happy I am that I am not going over this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I gotta, I'm, I'm reconsidering this now, Josh. <clears throat> Robert, man, I, I got a spot. I got a spot for you. There's no Alice's Diner. There's no singing. It's just like food and football and some alcohol. That's it. <laughs> the essentials, Those are my Fred. Three favorite things. My three favorite, super favorite things. All right, Rob. Or, Rob. <laughs> All right, Josh. It happened. It ha- the, the end to the fairy tale story happened yesterday as Major League Baseball announced 
in a magical farewell season in his return to St. Louis. The National League Comeback Player of the Year is Albert Pujols. Let's go. Let's go. Acuna sucks. Are we we doing St. Louis sports talk for all the St. Louis people who are in town to see their loved ones here in Albuquerque? Is that what's going on? There's probably some people. And then in the next segment, we're going to do like some Seattle sports talk. And the segment <laughs> after that, we'll do like some Anaheim sports talk. I mean, Hunter Renfro got traded today. You guys want to talk about the Angels or are we into that? Uh, no, we can talk about Hunter Renfro. No, in all honesty, as someone who's not from St. Louis and doesn't care one way or the other about the Cardinals or Albert Pujols, okay. this, was, this is truly what the Comeback Player of the Year award is all about. Because most of the time, it's someone who was hurt and they come back and then they were always good, but they were just hurt. And this is a case of someone who was the best player for about 10 years and then was the most overpaid, worthless player for about nine years. And then everyone thought that he should have just been out of the sport. And then he comes back to where it all began and was phenomenal. Do you know, do you guys remember the moment for both of you, whenever you no longer associated the word witness with LeBron James, but you associated with Albert Pools is you got to witness him hit 700 and just how special and magical and important that is to the history of the game of baseball, but also your, your own personal stories. <laughs> do you guys remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I relive it every night. That oh, Same super same. <laughs> Also, is it like low key a little bit funny because he's not actually coming back anymore? So it's it's not the NL comeback player of the year; it's the NL came back, and it's just kind of done now. Oh, oh, I like that. It's the ultimate career walk off. That's what I'm you saying. Know, I mean, Ted Williams hit a home run in his last at bat, and famously didn't want to wave to the crowd because he didn't like Boston fans. Love right? that. Love that. Um, you know, and there's like some others who have gone out on top or had the chance to go out on top and then unretire, but. For him to be someone who was not on top, was not close to being on top, that very few people wanted him. I feel like the Cardinals just signed him out of, well, you know, he was great for all those years, and we got really good value out of him when he was making the minimum and just above the minimum. So we might as well just give him another shot, especially since there's this DH thing, and I guess we could put him there. <laughs> um, you know, it was like, well, we could sign him to a one-day contract, uh, but that's not a good idea. Let's just send him into a one-year contract, and then if we have to release him, it'll be awkward, but we can do that. And then as it turns out, he has this unbelievable season. So that is very cool. I mean, that's when sports are like – that's what makes sports great because we think we know, but we don't. And stuff happens that proves that we just don't know. The part that you left out of that um, of that to-do list is now you have to – in obviously bronze, you have to put a St. Louis Cardinals hat on his head when he goes into Cooperstown – and this final year makes that just all but solidified, even though he was a Hall of Famer in his first 10 years with the Cardinals. That that funny little stop he had in Anaheim, that actually very good little run he had in for the Dodgers. But but this is it. This this is the comeback play of the year, and now it's going into Cooperstown uh, as a St. Louis Cardinal. There's no doubt in my mind, and I would have had doubt before this last year. Oh, I had no doubt. Okay. Zero doubt. He was in. Yeah. Yeah. He was in. Even if it's the thing with the Dodgers, he was in. But in a Cardinals hat? He had never gone to the Angels he was in. But it's about the hat, Josh. What hat does he wear? He was never going to wear the Angels hat. Yeah, that's a – I know you're not serious right now, Fred. That was a – hit 600 home runs with one team and 100 home runs with the other? Do you think there's even a debate? Yeah. You know, I just forgot about all those home runs. There were so many. Just incredible amount of home runs. Weird trend, boys. The 2001 Comeback Player of the Year, can you name them? 
2021. Sorry, the 2021 comeback player of the year. 21. You know who it was? Just one years ago. I have no clue. It was the also retiring Buster Posey. Boys. Oh, boys. Okay, I see. I see the pattern. There's a pattern. Did Buster? Did Buster also win it when he came back from the injury? Did he win it twice? Oh, I don't know that off the top of my head. Oh, we could see. But I would. I believe we could find that out easily. Also, I mean, it's pretty good when you are a like multiple World Series champion and a comeback player of the year, face of the franchise, and they basically did a new rule about blocking home plate and running over catchers at home plate because of you. Changed the game, really, the way I see it. And now he's like a part owner or he's an advisor, something like that, for the Giants. Wow. I'm looking here. Did you see who the Giants – the Giants had Steph Curry – Help out with um, trying to get Aaron Judge to come to San Francisco. Did it work? Did he sign? I don't know. What's, what does Twitter say? Is oh, Twitter still no, active or did Twitter die yet? Okay. <laughs> Josh, you got a blue check mark? What's up? Nope. If never the, had one. Never going to get one. If, Ain't paying the money. If the iStubs offered to pay the $8 a month, would you accept that or would you, out of principle, not be able to accept it? I believe I already know your answer. Out of principle, I would not accept it. There's no way. But I also don't think that Twitter's in the business of looking at random minor league baseball play-by-play announcers and saying, yeah, he needs a check mark." Random? No, it's, that's not what it's about now. It's no. about $8. It's about $8. That's it. Oh. You know what $8 is? It's $8. A, no, it's, it's, it's part of a, of a value meal. <laughs> it's part of a McRib <laughs> meal. It's not even a whole <laughs> McRib meal. <laughs> Do you guys feel maybe enough money to get me from my house to the ballpark and back in gas? Maybe it's downhill one way for you, so it should work. (laughs) Do you guys feel that Albert Pujols winning the comeback player of the year is an inspiration to basically every single baseball player who suffered the tragic setback of having to play for the Angels? (laughs) Josh Hamilton thinks so. Yeah. Anthony Rendon hopes that he (laughs) thinks so. Do you feel and Tyler Anderson is really hoping that he does not win the award because that would mean that he's terrible this coming season, and then the year after the year after that, he becomes good again. How good would Trout and Otani be if they played on any other team? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the fun part about the Angels is every year lately, well, at least for the last two or three years, they do things in the offseason, and you start to think, ooh, maybe this is the year. Maybe they're going to be good. Maybe we can see Trout and Otani in October. That's also what makes baseball so unique in that they're probably the two best players in baseball. Now, I know Trout's been hurt, but in terms of, like, you look at, like, what they've done, basically the two best players in baseball, most talented. In basketball, in football, you take the two best players in the sport and you put them on the same team, they're going to the playoffs every year. They may not win at all, but they're going to the playoffs. From the, not in baseball. From the texter, boys, I don't know if this is official or not, but it looks like uh, Judge is meeting – with the, he's meeting with the uh, the Giants on Tuesday. Okay, mm. so I guess they're going to meet again. Tuesday. Today's Thursday. Then that I saw that he was in the lobby of a hotel in San Francisco. There was a story about Steph Curry doing like a video to help recruit him. Listen, all I have is this texter that is a friend of the show. I we have to, know. yeah, we have to make sure that. What's going to happen when Twitter dies? <laughs> yes. We ha- yeah, we have to make sure this information isn't coming yeah. from Facebook because Facebook is super slow. Twitter is right there, right now. Twitter is just a lie, everything. If you, re- if you get your news off Twitter currently, it's not actual news. Yesterday, my girlfriend called me and said, did they really extend 
the amount of student loan repayment because I saw it on Twitter. Oh, no. And I said, well, actually, let's look because I don't know. <laughs> There's that. You can't even get rules from it anymore. Also, right now on Twitter, trending is hashtag NL Please Come Back Player of the Year. Albert Pujols, we all miss you. Josh, you are the absolute best. So uh, inside baseball for the friends of the show, uh, the start of the show was a disaster, and Josh was tuned in, and he said, hey, I will save you. And I said, hey, the phone lines actually aren't working. What? Catch you later. They weren't? <laughs> Josh, you had did- some mailman calling you, and I didn't know if this was a bit. I thought it was kind of something like Stewie and Family Guy. He was like, Fred. Freddie, Freddie, Freddie. <laughs> he did. I thought it was a bit at first. It's fun to me how Mailman went with every, every incarnation of my name. So he was like, Fred, Frederick, Freddie, Fred Dog, <laughs> Frenemin and Sugar. And I was like, what? I was like, I'm not going to answer to all of these. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Seeing 700 happen, was that a bigger deal or was seeing 62 from Judge? 62. I disagree completely. He did it at L.A. against the Dodgers, who he played for. I guess he didn't super play for him, but you get the idea here. Everyone outside of St. Louis thinks that it was 62. Damn it. <laughs> There's a lot of truth there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is cool that he got 699 and 700 in the same game, though. That's pretty cool. Josh, are you hosting Thanksgiving or are you attending? I'm attending. What are you bringing? I'm bringing wine. I'm bringing some spiced cider, you know, some non-alcoholic. Okay. Bring in some pumpkin pie, and I'm going to bring some appetizers. And you're going to bring me after Fred told me what I was in for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> correct. Josh says, I'm bringing a plus one. Saving his life. And it is Robert Gibson, <laughs> who is the mortal enemy of Larry Barker. I appreciate it. Josh, you're the best, brother. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, you two. And also Van, wherever he may be. And you guys are awesome. Best in the business, Josh. Sure. I did. I tell you what, as far as dudes I'm thankful for, Josh is at the top. In this profession, in this town. Where we get back from the break, Robert and I give you the list of things that we are thankful for the day before Thanksgiving. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Wednesday before Thanksgiving, traditionally a real party night, Robert. So I've heard. It's got a street name. Are you familiar? No. What is it? Skanksgiving. Really? Yeah. So the idea of it is your home, you're in your hometown from wherever you've moved on in your life for this one night before the holiday tomorrow, and you go out with all your friends versus that time you're forced to spend with your family tomorrow, and you celebrate by burning the city to the ground. I'm just now learning of this. I'm looking at it now. It's a real thing. Yeah. I'm very familiar in it because I have lived away from my hometown most of my adult life, basically all of it. So whenever I would travel home for the holidays, this Wednesday, the Wednesday night before the Thursday, which is Thanksgiving, people celebrate. So there you go. Wow. You probably did it without knowing. I think that now that I'm looking at this after listening to what you said as well, I've done this a lot. It's because no one is ever home. And this won't click with the friend of the show that still like lives within 20 minutes of where they were born. But this is like a significant thing for, for people who are away. 
It's kind of like this is going to sound maybe a little weird. It's kind of like a little like hometown reunion. Yeah. That you can go to once a year. Yep. And what do you do? You have libations and you talk about things you're thankful for, which is what you and I are about to do. Here's some sports things that I'm thankful for, Rob. Okay. okay. Yeah. I am thankful for Hail Mary passes. Mm. I like end of the game, last shot, more than likely the band on the field, like walk off. I'm going to change my answer from Hail Mary to walk off whatever's punt returns and in games that you usually never see never ever so i am thankful for walk-off endings to sports hmm i'm gonna be more specific okay i am thankful for my nfl football team's seamstress keep going because that's about the only thing that's good about them. How good those jerseys are. Is the jerseys and the uniforms. That's it. Powder blue is real good. They look nice when they're losing. That's the only thing I'm thankful for when it comes to them. I am thankful for the spectacle that is sport. And you're saying, what, Fred? The Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest every 4th of July. Mm. It is to me... Some of the grandiosest, if that's a word, sport and entertainment collab that you will see on the face of this entire planet. From the crowd of gathering, from the introductions, to the actual competition, to the will he, won't he, talking about upchucking, after the fact. To me, the 4th of July Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest is at or near the absolute very top of things I am thankful for in sport. Hmm. I am thankful that there is all the sports that I love going on at once during Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I'm very thankful for that. Except for baseball, obviously. I mean, yeah, except for baseball. But also, think about it. Think if Thanksgiving was in July. All right. Or June. Okay. No, not June. July. Okay. You know how horrible that would be sports-wise? Very. Everyone's coming to get together. We're eating. We're drinking. Mm -hmm. And you turn on the TV, and it's bowling. (laughs) Hey, bowling used to be the jam. (laughs) It used to be. But it can't hold a candle to all the sports that's going on now. Tell me what you know about Bruce Weber. Wait, he was a basketball coach. Pete Weber. Pete Weber. I know, that's the only person that I know. Oh, you know about Parker Bond the third? The no, Pete Weber is the guy who does like the the thrust from the. He's like the suck it guy. <laughs> am I lying? No. Okay, not. that's him. Hey, you know what I am thankful for? And you just mentioned it. I didn't realize how thankful I was for it. The cross contamination of professional wrestling into sport. Mm. The suck it move yes. was not invented by Pete Weber. No, it wasn't. No. No. He'll tell you it was. No. It was me. It was me all along. <laughs> but I am thankful for the incorporation of pro wrestling into sport. I am thankful for uh. whenever the Duke Blue Devils fans are all doing the Daniel Bryan yes, yes. chance around a game. I am insanely thankful for that. I'm on the fence with that one. 
What? I'm on the fence. Now, hear me out. Because a lot of the things that were originated in pro wrestling, you uh, can't do in other sports, namely football. What are you talking about? Everything you're saying you, is wrong. You can't do the the suck it. You can't do the Undertaker about, throat slash. You're talking about on the field. Yes. Hey, because we were at Howie's on Monday night, and D-Hop catches a ball, and he doesn't get tackled, and he points he at points. two <laughs> He points at two, I loved it. He points at two dudes on the field, and Robert, you go, and I'm not trying to speak for you, so I'm sorry. Correct me if I'm <laughs> no, wrong. But you look at me, and you go, that's a bad dude. He's <laughs> <laughs> the man. Ten-yard regular reception, and he felt like he scored 100 touchdowns in one play. I believe that was the last catch of the night in the first <laughs> in the quarter. First quarter. <laughs> I love when you're at – Give me a good sporting event. Give me a really good one. I love when you're at all-star game, mm-hmm. baseball. I love when you're at the rivalry football game. I love when you're at whatever that spectacle sporting event is that's not pro wrestling, mm-hmm. and the crowd goes, woo! Yes. And it just it just circulates around the field. It's the new wave. Remember how the wave was? From the texter, okay. We were earlier talking about putting out a memo or a manifesto about college athletes. Yes. Friend of the show, Joel, recommends that we just put out a treaty. That's, that's <laughs> too soon, Joel. Come on, man. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious, though. <laughs> Friend of the show, Joel, also recommends of wrestling chants in, pro, in mainstream sports that the CM Punk go to sleep is his favorite, and I agree. Yes. Which Steph, people Steph Curry rocks. thought Steph Curry created that. No. I was like, that's CM Punk. That's his move. GTS, dog. Yeah. GTS. Oh, I'm with you on this. Also, from the texter, laterals are better than Hail Marys. I agree. I want to apologize. Dante Culpepper stepping up in the pocket, throwing it 60 yards through the air, catching it by Randy Moss, lateral to Rod Smith, the running back or whoever it was, into the end zone. That's a much yes. better play than a Hail Mary. Yes. Yes. Give me that. Also, don't forget that Joel is from Chi-Town, Chicago, also the home place of CM Punk, which a lot of people believe stands for Chicago Made Punk. It does not. It stands for Chick Magnet. Yeah, he, he needs to change that. To ch- ch- Chicago ch- made him. <laughs> He's got to change that. <laughs> oh, man. When we get back, we wrap up the hour with what else we are thankful for in the world of sports on a Skanksgiving before Thanksgiving on Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Looking for holiday gifts that won't be re-gifted? Head to eBay Motors. With millions of parts and accessories at the right prices, there's something for every car lover on your list. And with the money you save, you can pick up something for yourself, too. Happy holidays, indeed. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Traffic continues to move nicely here in the metro. Really not seeing much in the way of problems. Uh, your river crossings, Paseo, Alameda, Montano, they all look good. I-25, I-40 here in the metro. They're both moving up to speed. Plan for the expected. Insure against the unexpected. Get a quality life plan. Call 858-GATEWAY. That's 858-GATEWAY. This report brought to you by Gateway Insurance. If you see an accident, call the Traffic Tracker hotline at 767-9167. Brought to you by American Home Furniture and Mattress. Shop in-store or online at AmericanHome.com. 
They guarantee you'll pay less. I'm Michael Carlisle from the 96.3 News Radio KKOB Traffic Center. This is Maggie Gray with a CBS Sports Minute. The Jets are making a mistake by benching Zach Wilson. What's the best way to win back a locker room and the fan base? Win a football game. The Jets are four and a half point favorites over Chicago. This would have been the perfect opportunity to take some of the heat off of Wilson and perhaps build some confidence back. The Jets benching Wilson is just as big of an indictment on the Jets' front office as it is the player. If Wilson is truly done, they have to wear it as well. I'm Maggie Gray. Thanksgiving belongs to the NFL. Ditch your family for ours this Thanksgiving. Lions and Bills, Cowboys and Giants, and Vikings and Patriots. Allen back to pass in the pocket to the end zone. Yes! It is down by Patrick Peterson! And he slides down! And the Minnesota Vikings are eight and one! From Albuquerque's home for the NFL, 95.9 FM and AM 610. V Sports Animal. Sports Animal. You've been hurt in an accident that's not your fault. Don't just accept an insurance check. I'm Rudy Chavez. For more than 40 years, I've been helping people like you get the money they need and deserve to fully recover. I'll treat you with the compassion you need, and I have the experience that results in the best outcome for your case. Visit RudyChavezLaw.com or call 242-5500 for a free 15-minute chat. Call today and make your legal problems go away. My team wishes the Lobos team good luck this season. As a police officer, I've seen things that most people don't see. The wrecked vehicles, the carnage, the blood, the bodies, the shattered lives. But the worst is the look on the face of a wife, a mother, when I have to tell them their loved one is dead because of a drunk driving crash. That's the reason I'm working to help end DWI. This message brought to you by NMDOT. Did you know that Indigo Mortgage has had the same name and ownership for 20 years now? I can think of only a tiny handful of local mortgage companies that can make that claim. I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage, and proud to say that over the last 20 years, we have helped many homeowners in our community finance their homes with honesty and integrity. And in today's mortgage environment, borrowers need an advocate working for them, not an application taker like that with big banks and national lenders. Because Indigo Mortgage is a broker, we can most often find the right mortgage with the lowest rates for our borrowers. And please shop around to be certain that you're getting the best rates and fees on your mortgage. And as always, be sure to include your trusted local mortgage company, Indigo Mortgage. Find us on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, NMLS 23-1962 and 188-348. Are you sick and tired of living with that constant pain in your knees and back? You know, joint pain doesn't just keep you from doing what you love. It affects your job, your relationships, even simple things like getting dressed. It's Jeff Symbieta, and it's time to call QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics uses advanced regenerative medicine to restore and repair damaged joint tissue, giving you your life back. Hips, shoulders, elbows, they can all be treated with natural biologics from your own body. Powerful healing agents, highly concentrated. So if you're tired of steroid shots that don't work, or if you're trying to avoid surgery, call QC Kinetics now to schedule your free consultation. Learn about these exciting new cutting-edge treatments for pain caused by arthritis or injury. No drugs, no meds, no downtime. This is an all-natural treatment that can get you lasting relief. People are raving about the results. Appointment 
appointments are available for this coming week. Call now at 505-226-8688. 505-226-8688. QC Kinetics at 505-226-8688. Sound off right now at 246-0610. Come on! about this whatever this is i need to know who put this in here i did i know i did no way yeah. gucci man <laughs> nba young boy and the baby no who put that in there? little inside uh program for the friends of the show so we have like a <laughs> how many songs are in this thing a million a lot yeah so when I was looking for like bumpers, and by the way, we have like a weird array of them. Yes, not, you, you've, you've heard it within the hour. Yeah, it's not an accident. I do that on purpose. I, I like it because it sets tone. Mm-hmm. So anyways, going through, I believe I put in like my search things was like Nelly, but better. You know. <laughs> hey, I need to send you. All right, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna keep continue things that we're thankful for in sports, which okay. is great. But during the break, I found last night on the internet, and I'm going to share it with you off air, and we're going to talk about it when we get back. Chance the Rapper singing Hot in Here by Nelly. Oh, I don't know if I want to hear this. In a country music version. See, I knew it. I knew he was going to mess it up. It's the best thing of all time. Oh, it's the best? It's the best. Oh, gosh. You mean the best of the worst? You love Chance the Rapper. No, I do not. I do. I'm a big Chance the Rapper guy. And his brother, Luke Christopher. Let's go. <laughs> That's rap music for white guys. When you tune into Chance the Rapper, do you know what you're tuning into? Comfort. Yes. Security. You know it's soft? Like Frank Ocean? Mm-hmm. Like nothing about this is ever going to bother me. Got you. you you're right. Super you know sick. when you turn it on, you're not going to hear something mm-hmm. that makes you clutch your pearls. Now, see, if it's a song about, like, grabbing my chain, I'm not interested in that. Don't snatch my chain. Mm-hmm. It's mine. Also, football players who wear their chains on the field, I hate that. Take your chain off. It depends on the position for me. Defensive back should not have that. I want him to have that. No. Oh, God. Thank you, Deion Sanders. No. I hate you, Deion Sanders. I love it. If I am... Wide receiver going up to get a ball contested, and I catch my finger on your chain as I'm going up, and and I at all either miss the ball or hurt myself. Not only do I hate you, but now I have to personally bring disability to you. You know what you have to do? Harm you. You know what you have to do, though? You have to practice with your chains. You can get used to it, know the ins and outs and the nuances, so you can be ready for game day. I'll do this one. If it's first down and 10, and it's a five-yard out to the sideline, and Zach Wilson's throwing it, and I know it ain't going to be close. When Dion's covering me, I'm snatching that chain on that play. It's an incomplete pass. I do not care. Cuban rolled means nothing. Straight to the turf, friend. Yeah, you're, starting to, you're trying to start a riot. That's what I'm trying to do. That's exactly what happens. 
You know who's going to – Sign the, of super disrespect. You know what we're doing? We're running that play near my, my sideline. <laughs> we're my guys. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a short run. <laughs> and I'm playing in Miami too, by the way, because like Brian Cox is there and he told oh, me he told me to do it. Yeah, because that's what happened. That's where uh, chains only get snatched when someone tells you to snatch it. No one on their own is like, I'm gonna go snatch that dude's chain. It's always when someone's like, Hey, go snatch that dude's chain. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a real thing until they say, All right, hold my keys. Hold them. Let hey, me go get that. Hey, hey, you got my phone? Hold my phone. Wallet, by the way, you don't know me. Anyone comes looking, you're already gone. This chain, though, in pocket. From the live chat, snatching chains and clutching pearls. Hey, name your next album. That's your comedy. That's, that's your stand-up it. album right there. Oh. Snatching chains, clutching pearls. That actually just happened to me. <laughs> Basically, that's what the show should have been called uh, with the show that A. Marie had me on at 377. That's it. The one where you yelled at that elderly lady? Partially. Had it coming. Pretty much. I'm wearing my high school hat here. I don't know if you can see that from where you're I at. can. I heard I was I was listening. It it looks like like a West Coast Houston Oilers. That's type what of it thing. looks like. It's maroon and gold, mm-hmm. which are my high school colors. And in the live stream, a lot of people from my hometown they are uh they're are they loving it. They're loving it. Still repping. This is basically Lower Marion right here. This is I'm basically St. Mary St. Vincent with this thing right now. Feel like you don't feel that way. This is Permian High. <sighs> Too much going on. <laughs> There's is so simple. This is That's yeah, you can't it's not Permian High. No. I'm just saying this is this is the look right here. Last hour of the program before we are off for the Thanksgiving break. We will not be here tomorrow. We will not be here Friday. That is company policy. We tried to come on Black Friday. Robert made the cliche joke of why don't we just call it Robert Friday. I actually like that. That's That's awesome. (laughs) Who do we position to make this happen? Robert goes, I get one day a year here. Let me have it. Let me give me this one. And it's a Friday? What? I'll program everything. Those bumpers will be jumping. When we get back, we preview sports for the upcoming weekend. Also, Robert is going to break down the Avatar preview. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Back on the program. It was suggested that if you're going to snatch Deion Sanders' chain while on the field, you only do it on a bubble screen with all your tight ends blocking. I think, all right, first of all, yes. It's a very good idea. Mm-hmm. It's the only way to do it. A lot of high school championship stuff this weekend. If you have a fan or a family member, or if you're a fan or if you have a family member participating in this weekend, number one, I hope that everyone is healthy. I hope that everyone r- returns home safely. But also... Good luck to everyone involved because that's an exciting weekend in the world of high school football. Turn in Saturday morning to chop it up with Vern K. He's going to break everything down at length. That is 9 to 11 on Saturday, Vern K. You've been listening to Chop It Up? Yes, I have. And Vernon knows everything. It's so crazy. Everything. 
How it, is that possible? I told you. I'd, so I went. I was scouting. Volley, part of my job at Highlands involves like scouting and player stuff. So I was scouting volleyball at a all-star game volleyball game last weekend over at West Mesa, which, by the way, nice facility. Had never been. So as I'm over there, working PA for the all-star high school volleyball event, Vernon. <laughs> and he's hyped the whole time. That's how he gets out of bed. They woke up ready to go. And like this all-star tournament, which was like north versus south, which I don't super know the line of delineation in the state on where that is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess it's Albuquerque north and Albuquerque south. Also, it might be like 25 south, 25 north. West Mesa's on the south team. I have no idea. But he is like, he's getting the, the crowd going in this tournament. It was just red versus green. Like, the teams didn't even have names. Like, hear me out. Go with north versus south. Go with north versus south. Those are at least names. They went with red-green. Like the, like that old Canadian PBS TV show. You ever watch red-green? You don't even know what that is. I have no clue what you're oh, talking it's about. it's so funny. It's from the 80s. You haven't seen... See, I've seen Vern just lit, like in a good way. This guy, have you seen him dance? He's unreal, dude. Oh man, <laughs> he's good at he's good at sports. I'm talking about the best dancer I've seen in person in a long time. Best dresser I've seen in person. Yeah, his closet, his JV part of the closet is better than your varsity part of the oh, closet. Yes. He got sports gear, check. He got going out gear, check. He got staying in gear, check. The Blazer game, Duh. on point. Hey, formals all day. Also, mm-hmm. if they're at night, all night. He got a, he, had a, he has right now a fit that he can wear to work during the day, leave at the afternoon, go to a funeral. It will be fitting. That night, go to a bachelor party, sleep in it, wake <laughs> up. Go to the wedding the next morning. Still on point. Still. Not a wrinkle in sight. Fit lined out. Yep. Super lined out. And a very good sports talk radio show. Yep. We're doing a list of things we were thankful for. We'll come back to that before the end of the program. We'll talk a little bit about Zach Wilson. Are you up to speed on Zach Wilson? Yeah, good old Zachary. I'm a little confused here. What's the confusion about? At the beginning of the year, he was the hotness. He's like, is he 4-2 and two on the year, 5-2 and two on the year? 5-2, and two, I do believe. Both losses to the Patriots? Yes. And the Jets said, no, nah, we good. What? Jets don't like winning? I don't think this was about winning. Well, I know it's not about winning. Well, of course it's not. He wins. This is about trying to humble my dude is what there it's about. There you go. It's a discipline thing. Hey, this guy anything to do with him being Mormon or whatever? If that's the case, he should already have discipline. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This one is crazy to me because I guess his post game, they catch the L to the Patriots, worst game in the history of all of football, organized, professional, or otherwise. There's better Pop Warner football games last weekend than that game. Larry Barker should do a story on that. But I guess his post short story. (laughs) And here are the highlights from today's Jets game. And back to you. (laughs) 
So I guess Zach Wilson is catching some some critics, which I guess maybe he wasn't accustomed to. How many starts he's gotten in his career? One year, so what's that? 15, 16, probably, this year. So he's probably at like 20 starts, 21 yeah. starts. Yeah. The Jets know what they got. They decide to bench him? Because he's catching criticism. You don't like it? Here's the problem. I don't mind criticism at all. You, if that's how you want to be a reporter, if that's how you want to cover, if that's how you feel like you hit with your audience, I'm in. Not the product for me, but I'm in. If Zach Wilson would have just said, yeah, I know. If Zach Wilson would have just said, hey, E me. Like, I screwed this one up. He'd still be starting. Yes. But he didn't get up he didn't get up and do it the right way in his press conference, leaving his beanie on and his eye black. Also, when you're gonna go out there to face the press after a tough L against the football team that is beating your football team for the last twenty years, and the reporters remember that and the fan base remembers that. I know you, Zach Wilson, don't, because the only twenty years you worry about is that age gap older for ladies. Zach Wilson is like, I mean, there's a didn't call the right plays. Guys didn't make plays. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you doing, guy? He had to bench him, though. Keep going. Here's why. The strength of that team is the defense. We know that. So the defense, they've talked. They they know what it is. Hey, fellas, we got to go win this game. We can't leave it up to the offense, which is code word for my QB sucks. So he gets up there. And they say, "Hey, do you take? Do you think it's you're kind of responsible to, for for losing?" You right. know, <laughs> he 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 didn't just say no. He's like, Psh, "What?" He started beatboxing. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Me? What? <laughs> nah. So now, if he starts the next game and the defense saw that, which is the strength of your team, oh, it's going to be a riff. It's going to be a big one. Hey, Zach, uh, your defense went out there and held the opposing team to just three points, uh, none offensively, and then there was a fluke, lots of block, in the back punt return at the end. What do you think the big issue was? Oh, man, defense didn't come through. What? <laughs> special teams. We had them if it wasn't for special uh, teams. Oh, I wish he would have said that. Where's Nick Folk at? <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> My friend Martin Grammatica said <laughs> – yeah, if those special teams guys could tackle. So stupid. <laughs> but what the Jets are going to find out is the guy behind him is way worse. And they're going to be wishing to have three points. I'm about to hit you with some truth right here. You're not going to like it. Uh-oh. How's Joe Burrow look without Jamar Chase? He looks booty. Yeah. He's uh- throwing check down passes to Mixon. And that's why Mixon scores five touchdowns. <laughs> Saying that Zach Wilson is taking the Jets to five and two is like saying, "Oh, thank you." Brad Johnson took the Buccaneers to the Super Bowl, or Trent and Dilfer took the Buc- or took the Ravens to the Super yes. Bowl. Yes, that's what I hate about got wins n- and losses with quarterbacks. Got nothing to do with it. None. There's a humbleness to this. There's a lesson we learn, and it's this. If you do not take responsibility, no one is going to count is going to count on you to be accountable. You're not going to get opportunity to be responsible if you deflect responsibility. Got to be a leader. Also, a little bit 
I'm kind of about the head coach right now, the Jets. Yes, big time. Oh, yeah. Sit down. That's basically what he told him. You know he wasn't nice about this either. Salah? Is that how you say his name? Salah, yeah. Salah does not look like he sits and gives you nice, warm talks. He sits and he says this. (laughs) He looks you dead in the eye. He looks down at a piece of paper. He writes on that piece of paper $25 million slash one year. Mm -hmm. He pushes it across the table to Wilson. Wilson picks him and says, $25 million a year, what's this? And he says, that's what I'm going to pay Jimmy Garoppolo next year to play over you. Ouch. Ooh. Gangster. We're talking about gangsters. Reality. And the reporters on this thing are like, is what you're actually trying to say that you wish you had given the same effort as everyone else? He's like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not tripping on my words here, dog. Mm-hmm. Time question, bro. Also, is Zach Wilson ever in his life been told no by anyone? I was going to say, this is what happens when you have someone who's 22 years old, who's been the best on each team mm-hmm. he's ever been on. Now you're the worst, and you don't know how to handle it. I'm a, here's the truth thing right now. Kind of a heavy truth thing. I love being a talk show radio host. It's great. I've had other walks of life alongside this one. I've always maintained this one. Where I've been the boss of a lot of people. I've been the coaches of teams. I've helped shape young individuals. And if you get in a point where you're disciplining someone, and during that discipline process, they say the word why to you, mm. I have failed you a million times up to that point. They haven't listened. Because you, you know why. Mm-hmm. And if Zach Wilson is like, why? I want to play. What? Why? Because you're a loser in a lot of ways right now. I got to explain to you? Mm-hmm. You don't know that that locker room hates you? Like, are you dumb? You're either dumb by choice or you're dumb by accident, and both of those are not good for this thing I'm trying to do. Toddler stuff. Yeah. Little kid stuff. Yep. We'll see how this plays out, though. It could only go one or two ways. He comes back. I'm not I'm not even talking about the play wise, just his mentality. One or two ways. He can get right or get left. I worked in this profession a long time. And when you work in this profession specifically, I can't speak to football, but I can speak to this one. You work until you're fired. Mm. Every job you ever take in radio, you work until you are fired. And every time you get fired in radio, you say this. You say, I understand why I'm being fired. And I'm going to work my ass off, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to show you this was the wrong decision. You say it every time. And you end up better in the end. That's the only response. By the way, that works for all jobs. I was going to say everything. Everything in Mm -hmm. life. Girlfriend break up with you? Hey, I understand why you're doing this. It's the wrong decision. Let me show you. You don't say why. Mm -hmm. What about me? Dude up. I was drafted number two, not number one. Do you think that has to do with the heat of the moment thing because he just came off the field? So that's an interesting one, too, because then you have the conversation about, and I said that when I was joking about the beanie and the eye black. Right. Go put your suit on. Thank you. Shower. Get your mind right. Get right. Yes, exactly. That's how I feel, too. Hey, you know how good you're doing right now? 
in the six o'clock hour on the show, Robert. Mm-hmm. Way better than you're doing the five o'clock hour because you had to rush in here. Right. Couldn't get your mind right. The drive over don't help. Yep. This is everything. Hey, friend of the show right now listening who has a nine to five job and your day starts every day at eight thirty on the dot. Get to the office at eight fifteen. Take ten minutes in the mm-hmm. car. Call your grandma. Tell her you love her. Something. Hear that encouragement and reinforcement in your life. That levity, man. Take that into the day. Yep. Hey, choosing to sleep an extra 10 minutes so you can rush out the door and run yellow lights and park two minutes before you got to hit the clock? Figure it out. Zach Wilson, friend of the show. Also, Zach Wilson is like low-key bad. He's not good. Mark Sanchez was also low-key bad. He was coachable. Sam Darnold was bad. He understood. They shipped him out. Trying to come up with other Jets quarterbacks. <laughs> All of them. Chad Pennington. All of them. Bad. They had Vinny Testaverde, like, at the very end, twice. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> it seems like more than that. Slays a dude. When we get back, more holiday talk. Also, might have breaking news right here. Hold on. Uh-oh. This is nothing yet. I can't tell you what this is. All right. Let me get a little bit more, and I'll find out for you. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. I'm about to have a like a tight but an important conversation. Okay. I thought I couldn't get into the World Cup. You and I talked about this at length the other day. Yes. Low-key on air, but a lot off air. We both said to each other, World Cup? Yeah, it's not, it's not World Cupping to me. That's right. I was very much of the miss me with that. I was very much of the nah fam. I was very much of the, man, you know the kind of stories behind everything? You watch that FIFA documentary? Yes. I think I found my angle. What is it? Social justice. Hmm. All these teams are out there. All of them. And I got caught today with the German national team before the game against Japan. Everyone covering their mouths. In the team photo. And it's a message to how no one's talking about it. And you're seeing coaches and reporters and team presidents and ownership wearing colors of the LGBTQ plus community. Mm -hmm. I don't care at all about play on the field. Has not meant a thing to me. But wait, not to cut you off. Yeah. I will say this. Okay. It's been some big time upsets. Apparently. That, I, that I'm and I'm upset that I haven't watched, but some I, big ones. Yes, huge. Like legendary ones. Japan was saying that Saudi Arabia was saying after this game, this thing's gonna happen. What? They're what? having those conversations on the field? They're they're like, it's a national holiday from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I, I didn't get, mean to get you off track. No. You ever listen to this show? Pretty, figure, yeah, you're right. Figure it out. 
But Ronaldo is about to leave Manchester United. Do not care. Nope. It's a mutual agreement. Not to me. Immediate effect. So what? Give me people using their platform to help others. Your boy is in. I'm coming back in for USA England tomorrow, which is Friday, not actually tomorrow. (laughs) Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Miss me. That's funny. But Friday, I'm in. And I don't know. I don't know what the group looks like. I don't know if W's are important. I don't know if ties are important. I don't know if you can get out of the group with only one win and one tie and not catching it. I don't I can't tell you. But I can tell you this. Soccer games should not end in ties. Go to shootouts are the most exciting thing in all of sports. I don't understand why every single soccer game doesn't end in a shootout that is tied. That needs to happen. It has to. It's the most exciting part about soccer. That's the only part that I love. But Fred, their heels have to be on the goal line, and it's a 50-50. I tell you what, you jump to the right, I'll kick it to the right. I dare you to stop it. At that speed. At that speed. Yes. You know how fast they kick it? The fastest. Yeah, it's it's not on the speedometer. In the world. Uh, but Fred, uh, analytics say that a player who kicks on the odd number of penalty kicks, <laughs> so that's either one, three, or five, that they uh, they lean percentage-wise to the right side of the net. Therefore, the, the goalkeeper has an advantage. Shut up. Shut up, Van Nunley of soccer. Speaking of soccer, Mexico United put out the most fire jerseys I've ever seen today for Black Oh, my goodness. For Robert Friday, they put out a collab. I'm talking. If you were to collab in Albuquerque with an entity, the list is real short on who's going to bring you the instant credibility that the United just got with this collab. The Dukes? Are you kidding me? The Dukes? And it's like a white, it's a white soccer kit top. What do they call them? Sweaters? Jerseys? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got to have that. It's got ringers on it, on the neck and the sleeves, like baseball style. says right there on the front, Dukes, in a Duke-adjacent lettering. You know what I'm talking about. And it's mashed up with the Kansas City slash Dukes red and gold dealy. Dukes on one chest. United on the other on the back. You know how fire those United lines are in the shield? They're right there on the nameplate mm. on the back. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Take all of my money. I don't know what it costs. I know you got the hook. I know a guy. You got the hook, man. Brand new So Much Unidos baseball jerseys out. There's just fire stuff going on. If I get that on Friday, I'm going to buy that on Black Friday. I'm Robert Friday. <laughs> I'm going to get the Dukes soccer crossover jersey. That thing is fire. I'm going to wear it to broadcast New Mexico Highlands women's basketball Saturday afternoon. I'm going to drive my happy rear. Oh, man, they're going to be on you. Back to Albuquerque. 
Are we driving up together on Saturday? Let's drive up together. We'll drive back immediately after. We'll sit down in front of my television and watch war games in my Duke's jersey. And I'll be the happiest guy in the history of WWE viewing. This is a power weekend. Yes. Do I want to see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens face off in the ring and have to make the decision between a lifelong friendship and the bloodline? Yes, I do. <laughs> I want to do that in a Duke's jersey. Partnered with the New Mexico United. <sighs> that collab is so nice. No one buys stuff for other people on Robert Friday. People only buy stuff for themselves on Robert Friday. That's exactly how it goes. <laughs> Please write down Robert Friday. Robert Friday. <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> I can't believe my soccer team lost to this other soccer team. They're a, they're a lower league participant at best. They're lower level. What Lower level? What does that even mean? Argentina had a 36th game on beaten streak, and I can't believe the Saudi Arabia, Cristiano Ronaldo. What? Oh, my goodness. You're not. These are just buzzwords? Yeah. Newcastle. No idea what you're talking about. I'm into it, though. I like people speaking out. I like people saying, here's outrage. Let me point at it. Oh, deal. I'm looking now. Also, don't get any of your World Cup updates on Twitter. You can't trust anyone on there. It's two men on. Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Cold World Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Opinion <laughs> Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Starter days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. By the way, I'm thankful for the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Yes. Put that on my list of things that I'm thankful for in the world of sports. Great call. Hey, lunch yesterday at 6-6 Diner, down to BLT. It was insanely good. Got some onion rings. Whatever, I'll pay the upcharge. I don't care. Put it in my mouth. Give me the BLT ratio. What's the, it, is the B the highest ratio of the three? So, okay, it was a push, but that's uh, only because I went Texas toast. Okay, so, okay. So, yeah. Ah, Texas, good Lord. Hey, I, I was partying. I told you. <laughs> I had a Coca-Cola, too. You want to get real weird? That's like a downgrade from two biscuits. Yeah. If I'd have gone like a sourdough bread, which a lot of people would, I recognize yeah. you would have. Yep, yep. If I would have gone a white bread, toast that bad boy up, mm -hmm. butter both sides, don't skimp on me. Also, I don't even want butter. I want heavy whipped cream that you swing around your head like a helicopter <laughs> and then get a buttery paste. Put that bad boy. What am I talking about? What? You tell tomorrow's a holiday. Oh, man. I ate that thing. I ate it, I ate it real hard. And as I was eating it, I put it in my hand, walked around the 669er, and looked at all their Pez dispensers on display, mm. and saw there were little gaps in some of them. And I was like, okay, there's like six P Simpsons Pez here. There's one in the middle missing. And then, oh, it's Maggie. And I, I played that game where I was trying to oh. identify what Pez's were missing. You must have been there early. Dog, you You're know. probably the first person I, there. You know how I do the 669er. They open at 11. I knew it. <laughs> I get there at 1059. Yes, I I'm the first it. dude through the door. Yep. They're like, how are you doing today, Mr. Fred? Will Robert be joining you? Yes. Yes, he will. Also, closed on Thanksgiving, but you can get your holiday pies at less than $25. Do it the traditional way with them. Just call. The weekend is for New Mexico's Vodka. Tell her Vodka. Monday nights is over at Howie's Sports Page. You already know that. Come celebrate with us this Monday as we celebrate our holiday Thanksgiving parlay winnings. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. A little bit of sad news in the Albuquerque sports community. Sandia High School baseball coach Chris Eaton uh, 
died unexpectedly this week. He was the head coach of San Diego's baseball team since 2017. Uh, obviously, big part of the Matador success over there. Um, 5A State Baseball Coach of the Year by the New Mexico Baseball Coaches Association. Um, went to Cibola, played at Eastern, just New Mexican guy through and through. Um, no details on his passing, but just a sad loss for uh, Sandia High School and the sports community here in Albuquerque. So, Yeah, prayers to his family, to the athletes and the students and the faculty. Before you got here, you know, I was talking a little bit about what I was thankful for because it's that time of year when you put that stuff in perspective. And um, what was on the live stream and, and on the live stream, my high school basketball coach had tuned in, which is um, just so insanely important to me that it's been 20 years since he and I. But, like, I played four years for him. And then as soon as I graduated, he put me on the coaching staff. Like, it was, like, that kind of relationship, you know. And to still be able to have that um, so many years later is living, you know, over a 1,000 miles apart, just kind of incredible. That's big. It's just big. Whew. Um, other side of that coin. We watched that football game Monday in Mexico. We were over at Howie's. So before the game, the Arizona Cardinals relieved of his duty, Sean Kugler, Sean Kugler, he was fired because in Mexico, allegedly, on Sunday night, he groped a woman in Mexico City. I guess that could have been anywhere, a club, and I have no idea. Immediately, the authorities in Mexico were informed. They notified the Cardinals, and he was back on a plane Monday morning before the Monday night football game, and he's no longer with the team. This is the second time this has happened to the Arizona Cardinals organization this year. Is earlier in the year, James Saxon, who was the former running backs coach, turned himself into Indiana police, if you recall, Robert, because he assaulted a woman in her Indianapolis home. Yeah. He caught a year in jail, which was suspended on Proby. And he was with the Cardinals up until this became public information, I guess, in August. And then he retired from the team, or I guess resigned in October. Right. But he was on administrative leave for a couple months. His cat Kugler, mid-50s, high school, college, and NFL coach since at least 2019 with Kingsbury. Um, he gone. <sighs> Talk a lot about this game, a lot about this culture. The joke is he signs with the Browns. The joke is, oh, man. you know, that's where you go with this. Well, not not even the joke. The reality is, hope you get back to America. Mm. He did. <laughs> For real. That's how Mexico be. I ain't playing with that. No. HBO edited him out of Hard Knocks, the end season one. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Yeah. Took him out. He was in it. They went back, took him out. Can you imagine coaching for the Arizona Cardinals? Go to Mexico. Probably got a family. You know what I mean? Probably got like... I'm projecting here, but got stuff going on. Now you got to sit down at the Thanksgiving table with all these people. Yeah, I got fired. <laughs> Doing dumb stuff. Yeah. Like, we're listening. <laughs> you get weird stuff with that, too. We're like, 
Do you think it's messed up? I got fired. No, no, I don't. Nah, bro. No, I'm glad you did. <laughs> Matter of fact, I don't even know why we're talking. Yeah. Seriously, people. Oh man. Yeah. Sorry, Uncle Sean. You're creepy. We've been knowing. This is like an example too. Like I'm. I, I hate to keep going back to the Browns, but like Jimmy Haslam, like figure it out. Like, like, take notes here. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, let's be real. The notes are kind of flawed in this situation, too, because they had someone who went through this before, and they didn't fire him. Yeah. So there's like a – by the way, insanely fast response. You know, this thing happened Sunday night. You're on that plane back Monday morning. I think you're very correct in the assessment of – he had to go, otherwise he might not ever get back. You know how Mexico be. Yeah. Also, when this happened with the other cat, they sat everyone down. They said, they said, hey, we get it. We get there's due process. We get that it might just be. But you do not put yourself in a situation to even be accused of. We are on a business trip. Let me tell you something. This isn't a Brittany Griner situation. No. Not at all. Way different country. Crazy to me is like the crap culture that so many of these like sports everythings can have. Which is I think why I don't have like a zealot fandom of anyone. Mm -hmm. Artist and art, they're all the same to me. Recognizing the hypocrisy, because I know the history of professional wrestlers. Yes. Whenever we get back, more Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. From the live chat, there is a belief that Justin Fields will be breaking records this weekend. Tell you what, bad news. He's got like ligaments missing or something. Like, he ain't going to do nothing. And? Ain't going to win. Ain't going to win. <laughs> Forget the records. Give me a dub. Josh Clark Davis. You familiar with him? No, should, I'm not. Should Tell not me who that be. is. Who, who is that? Nobody. Why are we talking about him? A reporter. Historian based out of New York, okay? Okay. Based out of Baltimore. Forget me. So he found a photo, a historical photo, and he posted it today, Okay. And what it is, God, this is bad. This is from 1957. It's a photo of Central High and Little Rock. And if you're not familiar with Central High and Little Rock in 1957, this was the desegregation of Central High, okay? Okay. And you remember from classic television footage, African-American student trying to attend school and the berating. Yeah from Caucasian student trying to prevent them. Who did Joshua Clark Davis find in the background of this photo supporting the prevention of black classmates in 1957, (coughs) trying to prevent desegregation? I remember this picture vividly because it's uh, the little, well, not the, the girl's name was Elizabeth Eckford. 
That's the super famous one. Yes. This is another one from the scene. And supporting that group that was opposite her and her black classmates in the background in support to prevent desegregation. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones. Stop it. Nah. Let me see that. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones tried to prevent his black classmates from desegregation in 1957. This was released today, the day before Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy, boy, boy. Now, there's a part of me where if you're like, hey, white guy growing up in the South in the early 20th century, not supporting desegregation, I'm flabbergasted. I can't believe it. No, I mean, I'm not going to be that guy. Oh wow! I'm not gonna be. This. I'm not gonna be that guy right now. I'm looking. Different time, different oh, day. Different oh, age. I'm just pulled up the picture. By the way, Jerry's super old. He was 14 at the time. Oh, they zoomed right on in on him too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> May well, let me try to spin this, okay? Maybe he was there scouting for <laughs> at 14. <laughs> And I get it. I'm not, because I'm not a history hound. Yo, you know what I this mean? This is bad. This I, is bad. I don't history hound your Twitter. I don't go back and look at the verbiage that you use, the language that you used, your existence when you were a child. And Jerry Jones is a child in this photo. So I'm going to give Jerry Jones a gigantic benefit of the doubt because growing up where he grew up in Arkansas, I get all of it. Interesting timing, though. Real interesting timing. Ooh. Wait a minute. Where is uh where's Daniel Snyder at? <laughs> he ain't slick. He is not slick. Jerry releasing this. <laughs> now also, Jerry Jones has talked about this before. So in twenty ten he did a sit down about this. Oh man. Talking about being present, but not being in support, blah blah blah. I get all that again. But if you're going to freak out at me about a white guy in the South in the 50s doing stupid stuff towards black people, I'm not going to have a surprise look on my face. I get it. I'm just asking what took so long. For this hit piece from another (laughs) owner to come out? (laughs) Yeah. We knew this. Come on. (laughs) No one is denying that he's racist. (laughs) Come on. We've heard his takes on things that are happening in today's time. He really thought this was something that's going to be news and groundbreaking. I just think it's interesting. Why? Give me the interest. There's a couple parts. This one here. Using racism for clickbait is the worst trend. Yeah. And you and I don't know who Joshua Clark Davis is. The Washington Post article that this is out in. We're not going to read the Washington Post. (laughs) Also, when I go to this article, I better not see a single Black Friday sale ad on it. (laughs) I tell you what, dude. Weirded out. I get weirded out by the push. Hmm. I'm just saying, if it was what they're trying to paint it to be, it's got to be a little more adulthood on it. I agree. 
You put another 10 years on my dude, make him 24? Yeah. Don't make him in the back of the line, make him the front of the line, fist it up. <laughs> also, hear me out, history hounds. Oh, man. Going back in time 70 years in an attempt to cancel someone who's 84 years old, you're probably going to miss me. Not just 84, but almost a billionaire. Or is he a billionaire? <laughs> that ain't going to work. What is that going to do? What's the rule on that? There's he like is a, a billionaire, yeah. Yeah. There's a rule on like dating, right? Where it's like um if you're 42, you're 42, Rob? 44. You're 44. So half your age is 22 and then you add 7, so that's 29. 29 you right. can date a 29-year-old, that's fine. Mhm. That's the rule, half your age plus 7. There has to be a rule on history hounds that is similar. If someone is 65 years old, you cannot go back 60 years in their life to ridicule them. There has to be like a, like go back 32 years. I don't know, man. 32 and a half <laughs> years. How have you been for the last 32 and a half years? If I can't find anything about you in the last 32 and a half years, 65-year-old man, I think you're probably fine. In real time. But here is the problem. It's the internet. There is no sense of time for the internet. You know that. Yes, but I remember at, oh gosh, when I graduated junior college, 19, I remember at 19 years old, taking a public speaking class where a classmate of mine is telling the story about how it's okay to let anyone love whoever they want to love. And me and my blinded Midwest values, my white Anglo-Saxon Protestant Midwest values, didn't understand that love is love mm-hmm. and that anyone can have it for anyone and who am I to say otherwise until I'm sitting in a public speaking class at 19 years old with a brain that could be manipulated. I feel like we could put this music behind that picture. The Benny Hill music? Oh, even better. Robert, I'm thankful for you on the holiday season. I am thankful for you and Van. Oh, Van too, sure. Final words, my dude, before we take two off? No, just everyone have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Taking some much-needed days off, but we'll be back Monday If you're bo- Howie's. If you're bored on the holidays, don't look up 70-year-old history on your grandparents. It won't be what you want. Good, Ooh, very true. Good job, everyone. GG.